InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. If you're like most Americans, you and your family probably do your best to maintain a healthy lifestyle. But research shows most of us are falling way behind when it comes to optimum health behavior. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Dr. Ellen Smith is a nutritional epidemiologist and associate professor at Oregon State University College of Public Health and Human Sciences and the senior author of this report. Dr. Smith, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you. Let's get right to the headline because it's pretty shocking how many Americans live a truly healthy lifestyle. Less than 3% has definitely grabbed some attention because it seems so low, especially since the lifestyles that we picked should be fairly common lifestyles. Having a normal person, body fat, eating healthy, exercising, and not smoking. Less than 3% are good in all of those categories. Let's get a breakdown of the four individual categories. How many of us smoke or eat healthy diets and so forth? Yes, about 72% of people did not smoke, so that's reasonable. About 38% ate a healthy diet. A little less than 10% had a normal percent body fat. And about 47% were sufficiently active. So just looking at those numbers, the plurality in your study was two out of four, and the top two would have been that they didn't smoke and they did exercise. So I guess that means the opposite plurality is people don't eat a healthy diet or keep their weight down. Right, and I think the weight was the more stunning one. You know, less than 10% have a normal percent body fat. And what was good about this study is that it wasn't that it was BMI, which has been criticized because it doesn't measure body fat. This was actually done by using DEXA, which measures percent body fat. So it's a pretty accurate determination of percent body fat in people. Yeah, I wanted to ask about BMI because there are all these online calculators where you can put in your weight and your height, and it will tell you a BMI number. But what you're describing is... You're measured physically by a physician? Well, this is actually through a DEXA. It's like a fancy x-ray. I'm not suggesting that people go out and get this measured. I think BMI is a really good indicator. If a person has a high BMI, generally they will be considered overweight or obese unless you're a sports fanatic and have a really high muscle mass. But for the general population, I think BMI is reasonable. But for a study like this, for us, it was important to use a more precise measure. Can you explain that, how only 10% of Americans are at a healthy body fat? As we know, the population has gotten fatter over the years, and this is a definite indicator of that. A normal percent body fat was about 5 to 20% for men and 8 to 30% for women. So that means if you are a body fat of 35%, for example, you would be considered not a normal body fat. Let's talk about smoking and eating a healthy diet. The smoking was also not self-reported. It was actually measured through the blood, so they measured serum protein levels. So it's a pretty precise measure of a person smokes or not smokes. For diet, we did use self-reported dietary intakes for two days. So on one day, they would be asked, oh, what did you eat? Everything you ate yesterday. And a few days later, they would be asked that again. So based on those two days, we then followed the USDA guidelines, you know, the MyPyramid, if you can think about those days, and considered, okay, what is considered healthy? eating and the healthy eating index looks at the overall picture of diet. So it looks at whole grains, the fruits and vegetables, too much sodium or too much sugar, and it comes up with an overall score. 
score. And the higher you score, the better your diet is. And so we pretty much looked and said, okay, if people are in the top 40% of the population's healthy eating index, then they're considered pretty healthy eaters. That's when we found that less than 40% were consuming a healthy diet. And did that take into account things like sodium and fiber and things like that? or how Yeah, that it's a whole overall picture. It takes into consideration like 12 different components. It includes milk, meat and beans, fat, sodium, alcohol. It's really a nice picture of the overall diet. And if people are interested, they can look at the Healthy Index on the USDA website and even assess their own Healthy Eating Index. Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Ellen Smith. She is an associate professor at Oregon State University College of Public Health and Human Sciences, and she's the author of a report that found that less than 3% of Americans live a healthy lifestyle. Dr. Smith, exercise can be a pretty squishy term if you just ask the man on the street. What was your threshold there? How much exercise, time, and how hard of a workout, and how often? That was considered moderate to vigorous exercise, so not marathon runners, and it was considered at least 150 minutes of moderate physical activity a week. What NHANES measured was done through an accelerometer, so it was actually measured exercise in people, not just even self-reported. So the cut point, I think, again, was a reasonable cut point. You also found some differences in terms of gender and ethnicity. Tell us about those. Yes, women were actually more likely to not be smokers and eat a healthy diet. And at the same time, were less likely to be physically active than men. So I thought that was interesting, but not too surprising. Older adults, I think that's just an interesting one, were more likely to not smoke and they were more likely to eat healthy. But at the same time, they were less likely to have a normal body fat and less likely to be physically active. And then as far as for race ethnicity, Mexican-Americans were actually more likely to consume a healthy diet than non-Hispanic whites and blacks. So very, very interesting trends. A second ago, you mentioned older Americans and body fat. Is it normal as you get older to have a higher body fat ratio, or is that something you should be striving to keep down? We should all strive, of course, to keep it down, but it is true that we do see a trend that as we get older, we gain a few pounds, and so it's not completely surprising to see this occurring. I think a lot of people probably already know the answer to this, but let's talk about some of the health concerns that relate to all of these four categories. When we looked at biomarkers for disease, so basically measuring things in the blood and relating it in particular to cardiovascular disease, we noticed that the more of these lifestyle you did, the better biomarkers you had. So I think that's an important one. But at the same time, what we found is that, okay, so if a person has, for example, a low HDL level and a high total cholesterol level, for them, the biggest contributors or the strongest correlation was for normal body fat. And so that would be the most important one for them to work on. Whereas Let's say a person had a high homocysteine level, which is related to heart disease. Then the most important lifestyle would be not smoking and eating a healthy diet. So if a person is not doing all four and goes and sees their doctor and finds that they have high homocysteine levels, if they're not already doing all four, I'm sure the focus should be to do all four. But in the meantime, focus on not smoking and a healthy diet first. You're obviously a researcher in this area. Do these findings surprise you? The findings for the biomarkers did not surprise me. The findings of so few people doing all for a healthy lifestyle did surprise me. We're not the first to report this. 
10 years ago or so in another study that looked at self-reported measures, also found a fairly low percentage of people doing so many different healthy lifestyles. But at the same time, now with these objective measures, I think it is surprising to see that it's only less than 3%. And ultimately, all of these are choices we all make each day. They're not genetics. They're not things that are out of our control. Right. These are things that are in our control. We can aim for a normal percent body fat. We can eat healthy. We can be active. And definitely, we can be a non-smoker. Dr. Ellen Schmidt, nutritional epidemiologist and associate professor at Oregon State University College of Public Health and Human Sciences. Dr. Schmidt, is there any place online where you recommend people learn more? Going to the USDA website to learn more about eating healthy and perhaps the BMI calculator are good starts. And in general, get outside and walk. That's a good start to become physically active. Well, thank you again for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. Appreciate it. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.